how is it going everyone <clears throat> i'm gonna make sure that i'm live and everyone can hear is okay i'm gonna be diving deep again as always and as you always know this one's a, a controversial one and it comes with a lot of heat and um, i'm willing to to go where i'm willing to go down roads and paths where a lot of people aren't willing to go um so i'm interested to dive in deep into this one for sure so um the topic of this podcast as i just said it like obviously it brings kind of a a lot of heat you know because um it's one that's kind of really this topic's really kind of in in um deeply integrated in a lot of people's belief systems um and obviously every single topic that i that i dive into in in my life you know i always want to try and remain open and humble to see what i can learn and um the reason why i'm doing this podcast today is um, i'm doing this podcast for serious uh open-minded uh truth seekers and i'm not playing the game tonight that nasa is my daddy because i can already see in the comments that there's a few people who already want to try and play my daddy tonight um well no one's my daddy um i'm not a flat earther i'm not a hollow earther i'm not i'm a i'm a truth seeker and that's all i'm doing is i'm chasing the truth um and in this podcast today actually speaks to something much bigger than just kind of the conversation and the dynamic of flat earth it's a lot bigger than that i think a lot of people kind of get really love to get like kind of emotionally drawn into the dynamic of like flat earther versus round earther us versus them you know there's a huge consciousness and a lot of people that love to try and get really pulled emotionally and into these topics and pull their traumas into certain areas so i'm going to dive into something much deeper than just the general theme of flat earth i'm going to dive into something underneath the surface of that something that a lot, lot of people um kind of miss with this topic and uh like skim over it and really get emotionally in- invested and um you know like for example you know it's it's i know that me speaking about this topic and like a jet like speaking about a lot of the areas in regards to this like i said it's much bigger than flat earth i'm not going to just be speaking directly to flat earth i'm going to be speaking all around this topic because it's so multi-layered and so so much so many so many so much faceted to it you know and um, but i know that a lot of people um i know that a lot of people um when it comes to this topic you know it's it's it brings like i said it brings a lot of heat talking about this topic you know and um it's it's a lot easier for me not to bring this topic to the surface and never analyze it you know like if i listen to everyone else who I can see there's loads of people in the comments now who's all already kind of really rigid and fixed in the beliefs you know if i listen to them people and, and allow them to be my daddy if i allowed nasa to be my daddy there would never be any room for growth you know so that's why i'm always enter any any topic and any conversation with an open mind you know um so that's my little bit of a disclaimer you know so in this one idea you know i want to kind of i want to speak about my personal journey through uncovering the nature of reality because uncovering the nature of the re- nature of reality is not just a, a physical thing that's where a lot of people kind of get have a lot of um are hypnotized with this because a lot of people are always entrusting an information outside of themselves you know but i want to speak a bit about my personal journey to uncovering the nature of reality because our own personal journeys play a huge fundamental role in the nature of reality you know and i think that's why a lot of people when it comes to atheism and metaphysics a lot of atheists are kind of rigid in the beliefs because they're always expecting someone else to give them the nature of reality whereas someone who's more open-minded a truth seeker is willing to kind of have information unfold through them and that's a difference 
between this conversation, you know. That's why I kind of respect a lot of people who are flat earthers because they're more open-minded, you know. They're, they're, they're doing more of the deep metaphysical work. And I'm not seeing people who are kind of more embedded in the globe model and fixed in what NASA says are kind of not are not open-minded and they don't and they're not they don't they're not rooted in any metaphysics. But generally speaking, a lot of people who are open and seeing the kind of the haven't gone out going out the side, looking at the stars themselves, using their own subjective consciousness, having metaphysical experiences, tapping into the transcendental, kind of uh, access this space in a complete different way and also navigate it through their own psyches very differently. Um, so that's why I want to speak about my personal journey through this and what is my current nature of this realm, you know, and what are we currently situated in? Because as you know, they're the most important questions, you know, like we're all born into this world trying to figure out like what is it that what is it that we're in you know it's like one of the fundamental biggest questions and people say oh it doesn't matter you know of course it matters if you don't know where you're situated you don't know where you are you don't know where you've come from you don't know who you are how do you know where you're going you know and we're going somewhere so that's what i want to get to in this one you know i want to dive deep and um and also as well something else i wanted to add to this flavor this up that i wanted to dive into as well you know is how can we kind of you know access these realms that are tied to this conversation through the emotional plane because it's in my opinion all comes from that you know so as you all know for thousands of years um before kind of the, the heliocentric model and um, the spin and ball earth model which is kind of really deeply embedded within society you know um a lot of worlds um ancient texts like long ago supported a, an idea of a completely different cosmology you know through many different through many different cultures it's very varied and um in which basically they kind of in the in their model of the past they spoke about how in which kind of like the internal worlds of consciousness are given equal consideration and actually credited with the creation of the external and the material world itself so what i mean by that is that they knew that this reality wasn't just of matter. This reality wasn't just gas and rock. Um, they knew that at the heart of this was something um, far more divine. So they knew that there was kind of a bigger world operating um, all around us, like beyond the current kind of earth senses, if you want to use that word. word. So, <clears throat> so we all know that that you know the earth's heliocentric model that we've kind of that's been kind of excessively kind of pushed down our uh, extensively kind of propagated to us um it's never it's never been never been proven you know and there's a lot of information coming forward now that's kind of especially when it comes to uh new kind of uh, physical experiments that are kind of like are, are, are highlighting this and not only just that our own physical senses tell us too and just to bring up a quick quote as well that i found today which is really interesting because um, you know, before I do these, uh, before I do these lives as well, you know, I, I I really sort of pull together a lot of interesting notes, you know, and try to uncover new pieces of information and try and put together my thoughts, um, so that I can really get this in my in my headspace, so I can present it to you in a good way, you know, and present some new information, because that's what it's fundamentally all about, you know. And um, there's a quote. I'll just get it up, and it's um a, a quote by a physicist called. Bernard Cohn, he's called, and he was a leading physicist in the past. And he said, there is no planetary observation by which one can observe, Can sorry, there is no planetary observation by which we on Earth can prove that the Earth is moving in an orbit around the sun. And um, and I completely agree with him, you know, there, there, there isn't. And um, it's, it's tried to be proven, but it, it, it's, it's not, you know. And um, 
you know, like I said before, for, for thousands of years, you know, for, sorry, for, for, for many years on the planet, we've kind of been told that we live in a heliocentric spinning ball Earth model. But a lot of a lot of people are starting to, to realise with their own physical senses in the cosmology that it seems to be something more different. And in my opinion, which I'm leaning to, it's, it's more divine. It's more it's more metaphysical. And I've talked about this in a few other, other podcasts. And, you know, my own my own observations are telling me that that the, you know, the planetary system is turning around us. You know, the cosmology tells us that. The ancient texts tell us that um, the pole star is the is the pivot. You know, a lot of um, scriptures like the the verdicts and people like that used to talk about that. How the polar star is the pivot is the center of this thing. You know, the planet and the um, and the orbit is fixed, and the sun and the and the sun and the moon are moving around us. You know, and um, if we go back in the past as well, we know that a lot of cultures of the past had a had a, a much greater understanding of cosmology of the Earth than we do now. Um, you know, it's just kind of uh, hypnotized into the collective consciousness for us to believe that we're more advanced than we've ever been, you know. And um, if you look at a lot of, um, like I said before, I uh, verdict, um, verdict cosmology. The the fundamental principle of verdict cosmology is they always speak about the kind of the the existence of a of a dual reality, and this is really important. I want to bring a lot of importance to this because I think this is where the the really the the crusp of this comes from. Because, um, like I said before, when we, when it comes to like kind of the like debate in the shape of the earth, we really get kind of like stuck in the romantics, and we don't, and we're kind of missing the deeper metaphysical origins underneath the surface of this, you know. And I think what's really interesting to me is that the the flat earth material out there really does kind of like, um, if you if you watch even the flat earth stuff, and the round earth with with, with a higher mind, just as you do in life, you get to see some like really deeper stuff that's kind of in the midst of this, you know, that's kind of being manipulated in one way to suit one argument or, or suit the other argument. And um, when it comes to this kind of dual reality, you know, we are living in a dual reality right now. You know, ancient cultures knew that of the past. You know, they knew that um, that this world was of matter and 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 of not matter. You know, like of um, material and non-material. A non-material realm and um, they knew that and had knowledge of the of the non-material realms beyond our normal perception that we kind of can't access well many of us can't access you know more of us are starting to access this you know it's one of the things that i've been starting to access more you know this kind of access this information that's kind of beyond our normal perception you know someone out there is now going to be going like um, how dare you say that you have uh, access to the to the non-metaphysical realms? You know, how dare you do that? Well, anyone can do this. You know, just go on your own journey, and you can start start working on your soul, and you can access information that's beyond the five senses. And you don't need NASA to be your daddy. You know, you don't need no one to be your daddy. Um, once you start working on yourself, um, you become the daddy of your own consciousness. You know, and you're able to access um, information. Uh, in a much far more far more different way you know than we've been led to believe and let it be taught you know you don't need anyone else to tell you the secrets of the universe because they the come from within you you know um so just to kind of like um just to kind of explain some examples of the dual reality that i want to try and dive into and tr- and try and bring forward a true nature of this realm and a framework for this um, there's a famous depiction. If anyone's out there, have seen that the famous depiction of Mount Muru. Uh, I think it's called Mount Muru, um, and it basically kind of has like seven subterranean planes of existence, like kind of like leading up. I don't know if anyone's seen it with kind of Mount Muru at the center. And when we look at a lot of like uh, ancient uh, cosmology of kind of 
of earth of the earthly planetary system we always kind of see this like depiction of these kind of like of um sub subterranean kind of like um like realms below and above the earth and there's a lot of like uh, depictions that speak about this and they speak about how which was interesting to me they speak about how the ones below these kind of subterranean realms don't receive any sunlight well if anyone's looked into the work of divine truth uh, with jesus and i've spoke about this many times he's someone who's like definitely one of the most advanced person i've seen on the planet and he speaks about in his in his workings he speaks about kind of like um how how f when through our emotional state when we leave this planet um depending on where we are emotionally that is where we kind of our law of attraction when we leave this realm takes us to the spirit realm and within the spirit realm there's many different kind of planes of existence all dependent on your level of soul and he speaks about how in the hellish realms um there is kind of no sun sorry there's no there's not a lot of light you know like some people in the hellish realms are completely in darkness and as you kind of ascend to the to like through the through the emotional self the the brightness and the colors start getting brighter and brighter and brighter and it's very similar to our physical reality now you know look some people now who who have low soul conditions you know live in hell some people who have are working on themselves a lot don't don't live in hell you know so there's manifestations of that on the physical level i know there's more this physical place is a lot is a lot more nuanced just than that and there's a lot more under the surface but what i'm trying to say is that ancient cultures were talking about these different like these different planes of existence that that are kind of all around us you know um and obviously the physical the physical existence i believe has kind of some kind of fundamental role to play in that you know we kind of it's kind of like a place where the souls come in and obviously it's kind of um it serves like kind of more of a physical process you know whereas the spirit spirit realms serve more kind of a metaphysical process but um it's interesting because the other night just to quickly add and just go off go off on a tangent i was playing with this concept in my mind of the hellish realms and how like you know on the planet everything has this kind of like this sacred cosmology to it where we have day and night and obviously we have like daylight you know like where we go through like certain parts of the seasons where it's more lighter in certain parts of the world and we have this kind of like cost constant cosmology going on all around us where kind of like the the sun and the moon are kind of moving around us and kind of like uh casting like darkness on the planet or light on the planet and it's very similar to like kind of the yin and yang symbol inside of ourselves and also in relationship to our own shadow and how we move through certain cycular events with inside of ourselves that are also reflected in the kind of the earthly bodies um astrologically and also like uh, in the seasons and things like that so we are kind of like moving moving cycular through these things but we're we're so out of touch with them and uh, on a personal level but um, never mind a metaphysical level and obviously as we get as we move closer to this and um i was doing this experiment as i was walking around on the night time and i was it was i was kind of like imagining it was like dark on the night time and anyone can try this it's really interesting to see what comes up with inside you and i was imagining that i was in the in the lower realms i was imagining that i was in the hells in the spirit realms where it's more darker and it was interesting because like what i was observing is that with all, like every now and again when you walk around a certain city depending on where you are in the world there's kind of street lights or something like that and the, it seems like um like the the street lights are kind of constantly kind of trying to light up that darkness at some degree but also to spin it on its other head as i was walking around i was viewing how like each light was kind of its own kind of like internal light because i can imagine like when we are in the hellish realms you know if you do have a, a low soul condition you go to the hellish realms you know and it's more darker when you pass over from this world 
and that world obviously is a place of like of more darkness there is going there's opportunity no matter where you are with your consciousness to, to kind of to to activate your light and become that light in them realms and i was imagining all the different street lights as kind of like um is like pieces of pieces of that kind of that metaphysical puzzle where like the lights are kind of like people's light shining through you know which i thought was just an interesting little thing to do so when you're next out in the dark imagine that maybe you're in the lower realms and kind of like view how it would be you know like living in darkness at all times and what it would do to your senses and how you would operate you know um and there's a, there's kind of a lot of there's a lot of sense in that you know like we always we've heard of the uh, the ultraviolet spec light spectrum you know how like it goes from kind of the 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 darker colors all the way to the to the lighter colors within the ultraviolet spectrum which is also in correspondence with the chakra system within inside of the self as well so there's kind of a there's a there's a lot of that you know <clears throat> but also as well uh there's loads of kind of um there's loads of representations of like kind of like a lot of depictions of like uh, concentric rings of our of our worlds underneath and kind of to the side of this earthly realm you know like if you look back at many different uh, scriptures of the past and how all these different kind of planes of existence are all kind of moving around us in the cosmology and just like um you know like just like the stars are moving around us now like a sky clock you know and the worlds uh, below affect the worlds above and uh, you know they're constantly moving around us and in, in, in continuity with one another and each is kind of playing its role in affecting one another and um i think everything that we look into if you look at it with a higher mind you start realizing that everything is filled with a um with more of a an esoteric meaning if you want to call it that um but for example if you look at a lot of uh, temples around the world um and if you look at kind of like the the, the earthly side of the temple it's actually connected to like the the heavenly heavenly realm of the ecliptic so basically they're mirroring the the heavens below showing us that the inner worlds affect the planes above and vice versa and um there's a word called um uh, i think it's a, a, a verdict from a from the verdict teachings or buddhism and it's called uh, bulumanda i think it's called bulumanda and it's basically like a um so if anyone types in the bulumanda i think it's spelled like um b u m e n d l e i think it's called but it's basically like from the verdict teachings and it's a a model in a structure of the universe and it basically like represents kind of the the esoteric domains of the earth and kind of what how they how they perceive reality at that time and a lot of the the verdict teachings you know still reign reign through now and a lot of them have kind of like completely scrapped the the model of reality that we have now they still kind of in their traditions they still pass this down to their through through the ages you know through their children and um basically what i believe what i believe that's doing like i said before it's kind of it represents uh, the esoteric kind of domains of the earth but what it's doing is it's kind of shown something deeper it's shown kind of the planes of existence that the soul can go through through our kind of through our ascension process and um what i was going to say as well i was going to bring up a quote as well i'll just get this quote up a second but i, I come across this in- interesting quote and it said um that uh God has divided the earth into regions and made some regions higher and others lower and he made the constitution uh, the constitution of its inhabitants of each region to correspond with the nature of religion oh sorry with the nature of the region not religion with the nature of the region 
So I'll read that again. God has divided earth into regions and made some regions higher than others lower. And he made the constitutions of the inhabitants of each region to correspond with the nature of the region. So that's what I was telling you before, you know, like how all, like how it's all dependent on our soul condition, you know, like you basically go where your soul deserves to go, you know, like we're doing that in our lives now, you know, for our law of attraction. Law of attraction is turning up for us in our lives on things that we want that we that needs to be healed with inside of the side of us, you know. And that's happening on a collective level too, you know. But basically, a lot of these kind of uh, ancient cosmology, they're all kind of getting to this deeper thing, you know. They're all kind of representing this path to the to the ascension, the ascent, or the descent of our souls. And I think I really believe that, you know, when we look at the night sky. Um, and this is also represented somewhere kind of like in the in the like the physical cosmic axis that we're seeing with our physical eyes um, of how kind of, you know, the upper worlds are only kind of, um, well, this is what I've started to realize that these only are, this information is only accessible f through uh, persons who have more advanced souls and ha or have more, more consciousness. You know, when you talk about a lot of these things, a lot of these concepts, uh, people like shut off or shut down you know or they want to kind of like quickly switch the beliefs back and go well the earth's not flat uh, it's not flat nasa says that the sun's this many million miles away 72 million miles away from us oh look at it but our senses aren't telling us that when we look in the sky but people want to always revert to the physical senses you know instead of like tapping in and trying to feel what this tells us you know and, and it's interesting because if you look into the word of um into the work of the um oh, what's the the the, the, the boom and vanda i think it's called so if you type the boom and vander and you'll find it anyway i'm not i can't pronounce i can't pronounce their words very well but um if you type in vertical cosmology you'll come up with it and you'll see like how it has like kind of the, the, the like the different ascendant kind of levels of reality with like kind of mount muru at the center of it some people call it like depict that as a garden of eden there's many different uh, names names for it but basically it's kind of like the this the, the it represents kind of the different planes of existence that are all around this kind of earthly realm that we're in now and um and we like i said before you know we kind of in the 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 the, the bhagavatam kind of describes the the vertical dimension um of this as kind of like a, a universal form of god so they're basically talking about how like the deeper origin of this is kind of extending from the lowest world of kind of the soul to the to the highest part of our feet and um we always see kind of like traditional uh, pictures like of the past uh, and esoteric teachings demonstrating kind of the the metaphysical um world kind of displaying like um the the universal form of the body if you want to call it that and this is also displayed within the chakra system how how the ascent of the soul can like travel through the different like chakras within inside of the body you know like from our lower nature to our higher nature and um what's really interesting um when we kind of like uh when we when we when we look at a lot of like old uh, ancient architecture and things like that we kind of in, in temples we see how like kind of um how the cosmology kind of replicates this too like it's telling you about that the, the temple is kind of the body of man um you know the temple you know it's all it's all in plain sight you know you just have to like do your do your research and see, see you digging that there's more deeper metaphysical origins to this and um and i really feel like you know we're starting to see that i think what the what this deeper understanding tries to show us we're starting to see that the kind of the you know the the vertical dimension of the universe like through this kind of like this grounded like uh this grounded kundalini energy if you want to use it that word or or chi energy or prana whatever you want to call it kind of 
shows this kind of vertical dimension of the universe where it represents the path of of ascent or descent how the soul travels through the different states of consciousness inside the self you know and that's what the scriptures are showing us you know they're comparing the physical worlds uh to the spiritual plane and that's what we're in you know we're in a spiritual plane where at the heart of this is our soul and it's through our kind of level of soul condition that we get access different states of consciousness in our waking life and then also when we when we leave this place and we move into the spiritual realm you know and um you know, the, obviously the chakras are involved in that too as well, you know, like um, you can be taken up to seven, uh, sorry, you can be taken up to um, to heaven through the seven chakras or you can be taken down to hell through the seven chakras. You know, we're constantly being faced with this emotionally on a daily level, you know, like through our acts of sin, through our acts of goodness, you know, and you can actually, if you tap into this in your own journey as well, you can actually start feeling this emotionally on your body as well. As you start working on yourself, you can feel the planes of existence change inside yourself, you know, the more that you kind of get used to the process of working on the emotions. And uh, you start realizing how the inner worlds affect the outer worlds and you start kind of like things that turn up in your life, you start realizing that they're not coincidences anymore and you start looking at them with a higher mind and you start realizing that there's kind of more of a deeper law of attraction that's happening here and it's all from within you and this is the same relationship that is like happening with the, the cosmology of the universe you know what is above so below what is inside what is outside i keep saying that you know should probably get a kick in the balls every time i see it but it's it's true you know and it's at the heart of this place and it's interesting like um you know i really do feel like it's through this deeper knowledge that we kind of which affects kind of you know what other worlds that we get access what other worlds that we get access to especially when we cross over and it's interesting because when it comes to kind of the um when it comes to the work of jesus christ you know no one ever talks about uh like how did jesus everyone always like talks about jesus like doing all these miracles and doing all these amazing feats and stuff like that but no one ever like asks the question um like how did jesus get there you know they always want to like talk about like when he when he kind of achieved this like it at 33 when he achieved this kind of like a one with god and he achieved this christ consciousness but no one ever asks him like like how did he do that you know um which i think's what which i think's re which i think's really interesting you know like everyone wants to know like when he can like do all these amazing feats and he can heal people and stuff like that but how we got to that stage is because as you work through the emotional plane uh, within yourself you get access to other planes and that's what people don't talk about you know it's through processing the emotions that you're worthy of this higher knowledge so you move through these planes of existence um so i want to speak a little bit about my journey with in regards to this and give a, some personal encounters because a lot lately in my life uh, i've been interacting with reality um a lot differently and i've been able to kind of uh, interact with the emotional plane from a more advanced level and i know that's not the right word to use but like it's the context it's a language in which i'm using to describe this um, and i know that a lot of people don't currently operate at that like we all can do this but a lot of people don't operate kind of through the emotional plane and understand how things are turning up for us but not only just know that things are turning up for us be able to feel them on an emotional level and how and what parts of your soul they interact with when people turn up to you right what's what i mean <clears throat> and i think once you, what i've noticed is that once you do start to kind of like once you do start to feel this realm and experience the, um you know the true inner power power and kind of the sovereignty that you do have of your soul and how everything i said before is kind of turning up for you for a reason 
you know, you start viewing the world in a completely different way. You start interacting with the the physical and the metaphysical, and, and you, you're able to completely have a different lens of reality. And you start, like I said before, when I got back to you before, you know, the difference between kind of the, the truth seeker and the atheist is that the truth seeker starts realizing that once you go on this journey of working on your emotions, you're able to activate all the different activate all the wisdom of the ages anyway with inside yourself and that's why you don't need anyone else to tell you you know and the matrix uh, the matrix and uh you know like reality becomes kind of you get to see see it for what it is you know it's a um it's a theater you know you get to see what it truly is and it's interesting because uh earth is actually an algorithm for um an anagram sorry for for uh, like theater is an anagram for for earth which is interesting <clears throat> but um you know as you kind of like as you really tap into it and you start discovering that this is this place is truly on it's an, it's an emotional plane you know where our emo, uh, intuition plays into it our emotions our feelings our empathy our subconscious has a huge role in it and uh, we're basically living in a world where you know the we're living constantly in a sea seas of of the of emotions at all times and uh, just to try and describe this for people who can't really understand this and uh and I'm not saying this in a way like any if you haven't just haven't experienced it, I'm not saying that you you're any worse or nothing like that. I'm just describing it from my own personal journey. Is that so for example, to do this podcast right now, you know that I'm using the internet. But if you look around your situation now where you are right now, you know, you don't see the internet bouncing around, you know, you're not seeing it. You are not like you're not like kind of feeling that internet hit your body from like kind of a frequency perspective. We all know that there's loads of different frequencies around us that we can't even see, smell, or hear, or whatever, you know. Uh, there's so much going on in this reality that we can't tap into. But kind of, you know, as you start understanding the emotional plane and start, like, working on yourself, you know, you get the right to be able to decipher that information a lot more different. Just like, for example, um, someone who kind of understands how the internet works, you know, they get, like, have, like, they build up a, a greater perception in their mind how, how the internet works and how it's moving through the ether. It's very similar to the emotional plane, you know, you start working on yourself, you get to start to see how emotions are moving through us at all times and how our emotions affect in the world in which we see, you know. And if you're open to it, uh, um, if you're open to it in certain ways, you know, you can interact with this, you know, you can feel people's emotions, you can feel people's emotional conditions. You know, I've had loads of examples of this where, you know, I've um, uh, I've had experiences of this where, you know, where I've, where I've like, on so many different occasions, you know, I've felt people's emotional emotional conditions, I've felt people's soul condition, I've felt people's um, kind of things that people are releasing from themselves. Uh, and I've also felt my things releasing out too as well and how that's affected people around us, you know. Um, and if you if you notice this more on a subtle level in your own life, you'll see how kind of like people are releasing upon you, you know, and uh, how you're also releasing on other people too as well. We're not separate from this, you know. But you start realising how how our, our feelings uh, mould the ether and how our feelings mould matter, you know. And we're living in matter. We're snorkeling in matter, you know. We're... We're matter snorkelers. We're now a little snorkelers now, snorkeling through matter. But what you start realizing is, um, you start really tapping into and understand how. Uh, <clears throat> um, and I'm going to dive into some comments and comments in a minute, but I just want to try and get this out because I really want to put this across. But you start realizing how um, how our feelings are are connected to our desires and our con- unconscious desires, um, 
our conscious and our unconscious desires and how they're kind of operating for our own life and how how the way we feel at any given time is basically shaping our um, perception of reality and our feelings are uh, subject are subjective and sort of connected to experience that we've that we've had in the past and you know how these experiences as you all know are kind of recorded you know within our soul and our soul remembers these experiences of the past and then kind of we, we trigger certain feelings or impulses that are kind of attracted to the past you know and and obviously as you as you know the only way to kind of to to bring these things to surface and bring the shadow to the surface is uh, is to is to shift the consciousness of consciousness of it you know by diving into the psyche you know and what i'm trying to say here is in in, in other words like you've you basically what i'm trying to say here is that you've got to be able to feel and recognize you know the signature of our feelings and shadow and emotions when they arise with inside of the self and this gives you gives us a deeper insight into where they're coming from and um and I, like i said before to relate it again the process of you know understanding the nature of reality and this is one of the biggest things that i've learned from my journey and um like really at the heart of this place and the heart of this this divine realm and really like i said before the process of understanding from a deeper level you have to dive into the inner self you know you have to like the key is is to dive into the the nature of your own psyche and find out where trapped emotions are um where um the shadow is kind of hiding away with inside yourself you know and we all carry uh, wounds and um patterns from the past you know we all just have to dive into them no one's separate from this you know we're all on a healing journey uh and our like i said before our souls you know, we're not getting away from this you know our souls all have a record and uh, have a have a storage system of um of everything that's imprinted and everything that we've kind of imprinted on others too you know and i think becoming conscious conscious of it um on a kind of a very intimate level with your, with your own self kind of understanding your own pain and your suffering and feeling into it and observing your patterns you know like by loving yourself integrating them is like where the true kind of the power of the intuition comes from you know and that's how you kind of get to to peek beyond the veils once you once you're worthy you get to see beyond certain illusions you know and uh, and my own experience with this as well you know i've been working a lot on my emotions and uh you, there's still parts of me that obviously like that have creep a bit of fear from time to time creeps up but the more that you kind of move into the emotions you know you you kind of become like a <clears throat> you get used to them you know and you, you're no longer kind of scared to look at the darkness because you realize in the end that the unknown is where we have to go to get the light you know and it's interesting i don't know if any of you out there have seen uh have any of you out there seen stranger things out there i am um, i would love to know if any of you out there have kind of seen stranger things because i want to give a, an example of this as well and like i said to you in this one guys like this was um you know I'm, there's more there's loads more to be diving into but um this the, this this metaphysical model is the crusp of this you know it really it really is it's the gem it's it's where the gems are you know and i, I really do believe that our souls are the are the lead player in this you know and as you kind of work through the emotional plane within yourself you know you get to see what we're truly on you know yeah we really do um but anyway yeah i want to speak about uh stranger things so if anyone hasn't seen stranger things this is a bit of a spoiler alert but i just wanted to talk about the dynamic of how emotions work because i thought this was a really interesting example so in stranger things which is a documentary on netflix uh, there's a there's like a human a humanoid um like monster called vecna i think that's how you pronounce it but basically vecna is kind of like he has um 
He has black skin with kind of like movable veins that come from his entire body. And the, the, the only way I can describe this is kind of like the way that uh, Jesus from Divine Truth kind of describes kind of like the, the lower, lower entities. Like when people are operating from sin, you know, like the more that you kind of lower your soul condition, you know, your body parts are falling off you in the, in the kind of the hellish realms. <clears throat> you know, you can no longer kind of even keep your limbs on. And that's been represented throughout many different uh, teachings of the past, how like as you degrade your soul, you know, you, your body parts start, like you start blackening your soul, you know, like you, the soul goes like a pee with inside yourself and, you know, the physical body has no more light, so it has no more life. This is very similar to kind of the, the humanoid monster that is in Stranger Things. <clears throat> and basically the, the humanoid uh, monster called Vecna basically kind of lives in the upside down world. Uh, and Vecna can basically physically kind of reach into the human into the human world and he's basically kind of like murdering people and attaching to people through their kind of the, the mental connections that he has to them he's not connecting to people through like the physicality he's connecting them through the uh, through the kind of the the mental connections and basically the um the monster vecna uh, acquires kind of like control uh, to gain power and it wants to kind of control and gain power over people <clears throat> but the only way he does this is he actually does it through kind of like feeding off people's trauma, you know. So basically he's accessing and bringing forward um, like the deepest part of people's souls like in, in regards to trauma and using it against people to kind of hook them in and pull them into the fears. And it's interesting because um, <clears throat> what I've found in my journey is that this is how kind of like the, the, the spirits, like the lower dimensional, that's not the right word, but like the... the the spirits that are influence us through our emotional wounds that are all around us, you know, kind of like, you know, you'd be, you'd, you would, you would like, if we could tap into this at all times, like, you'd be surprised of how many spirits are always, like, operating around us at all times, you know, and how many spirits are always kind of influencing what we see and what we feel, you know. Um, uh, you'll have experiences of this as you advance, where you'll start feeling where spirit influence is starting to influence people around you. You know, alcohol is a, a great way to kind of have an insight into this. You can start seeing where, if you tap in deeply enough, you can see how people are being overcloaked by spirits. Um, sexual acts are the same. You know, there's many different forms on the physical realm where spirits kind of overcloak you and influence you through the emotional state, through the emotional plane. And obviously this is what the example of Stranger Things is doing, you know, it's accessing the kids' emotional states and trying to pull them into their darkness, you know, like pull them into their shame. But it's interesting because once you've, um, what I've learned in my drama, uh, well, definitely with trauma, but what I'm, uh, and drama, but what I've started to learn in my, uh, in my journey is that once you start feeling your trauma, uh, you have no shame over it, you know, once you bring it to the surface, you know, the darkness can't use that against you, you know, you know, they can't get in there, like, they can't get in there, uh, into the wounds anymore, you know, because you're not scared to look at it, you know, but the, but the, the obviously, but you're still kind of, you know, that, that, without actually analysing it and looking at it, you know, that's still acting out, you know, like, our unconscious is still in our wake, wake in life, is unconsciously still acting upon us. So that's why it's it's vital to kind of like dive into the psyche, you know, dive into the shadow. And it's interesting because also in Stranger Things as well, like beyond just like kind of killing people, um, the deaths like also, so when, when Vecna and Stranger Things actually killed people, what was interesting, he actually kind of, um, he kind of, every time he killed someone, he kind of like, 
created kind of like a, uh, a he, he kind of created a um, created up and opened up kind of a barrier between the human dimension and the upside down world. And every t- time Vecna killed a person, it kind of opened up a new gate in the um, in the upside down world, wherever the victim was kind of killed or where we stand. And I think what's interesting is that to spin this in our own personal lives now, like every time that we don't feel into our demons or we don't feel into our shadow, this is what I'm trying to describe before, you know, you leave a gateway for the darkness to enter, you know, like it's for our own demise that we allow in the shadow, you know, that we allow in the darkness. Like everything that's unfolded on the planet over the last few years is because we've allowed that in, you know, um, like nothing in this realm is, is, is everything in this realm is mandatory, which mandatory means nothing. It's a suggestion. It's a spell, you know. So we cast our own spells into reality through our emotional state, you know. And a lot of the time, you know, that um, I feel like what what this really shows it, it gives a great importance to diving in our diving into our um, human psyche, you know. And I think every every time that you do dive into your darkness, you're basically punching a hole into into another realm, you know. And it's interesting because in Stranger Things, the the girl as well. I think everyone's probably seen the girl in Stranger Things. <coughs> Um, but the girl basically in Stranger Things called Elle, um, you've probably seen Elle where she has kind of like the, the, she's the girl who has the superpowers and, um, basically for her to kind of refine it, she loses her superpowers and for her in that to find her superpowers again, she has to dive into her traumas and drive into her old memories and they're putting her in these kind of systems to try and go back and find her memories to unlock her superpowers so that she can remove the emotional wounds and the emotional blocks so that she can kind of um, <coughs> ascend a consciousness, you know, which I think is really interesting. So anyway, I'm going to dive in to see some thoughts on this. See how everyone's going. <coughs> uh, but uh, like I say, I'm looking forward to seeing what you say. Like I said before, I can definitely see that there's a few people in the comments who uh, who uh, want to be my daddy in the comments. Um. Someone said in the comments. See, I can definitely see a lot. See um, a lot of the comments as well. That that um <clears throat> that a lot of people kind of like have really really bought into the idea of like just by me putting the word in. A lot of people's like really being pulled into the emotional state of of the of the flat earth argument. Like I can really see it in the comments, and I can feel it already. You know that they're already being emotionally invested in it instead of like just removing themselves from it and and being open. You know, like people are already really invested in it. Um. Cap Rabbit said, Dan, what tune would would save you from Vecna? Mine would be uh, Slipknot for Marlin. That's cool. That's a good question. That I like that. It's funny because I've been listening to that. Uh, that's a good question. I've been listening because... So basically, um, what Cap Rabbit means there is in Stranger Things, which is really interesting, is that uh, the guy kind of... So when when, Va- when Vecna is kind of like... He's... Uh, I think she's called Max the girl. The girl with ginger hair. When Max is kind of like in the... Um, when she's kind of like in the kind of the the the, the world in, in the kind of the upside down world, and Vecna's kind of got her. The only thing that kind of saves her is that uh, they start playing like a, a musical song, and it's kind of through like the 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 kind of the 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 kind of the um, the music that kind of pulls her out of that hypnotic trance and takes her again back to the to the to the to the real world to the real reality and removes her from the upside down world. It kind of like. Uh, kind of like kicks her out of that trance 
and it's interesting because like it also has some kind of truth in that you know like music has such a kind of like a powerful essence to it where music can take you into a trance it can bring you out of a trance you know like it take it's like like music is has a deep metaphysical origin to it you know that's why like a lot of ancient cultures like kind of created their temples with kind of like harmonics at the center of it you know which is interesting one thing just that quickly add as well which i would love to do um I really want to get like a big sound bowl and I want to stand in the sound bowl, like one big enough to kind of like where I can sit in it at least. And I want like someone to play like, uh, play the uh, the sound bowl on it, which I think would be really cool. I've got some like really small sound bowls, but the big ones are really expensive. Like the real ones anyway. So I would love to try that. I don't know if anyone out there has tried that. Um, but what song would, like what song would, uh, would, would bring me from the darkness? That's a really good one. I kind of like, uh, I'd probably be just, I'd probably pick one of my favourite songs of all time and it would be something by <coughs> Technique or Wisdom. Uh, I always listen to them songs to really get us up for like when I'm doing exercise or something or like I'm uh, like I really want to kind of like activate some deep stuff within us. And uh, the, the song by Wisdom, Starman, is a really cool one. Like it's really metaphysical. Or the st- song, or, the, or one of the songs about that Wisdom and Technique do together would be definitely one of them. But uh, I definitely love the idea. I've been constantly playing that song all day. Uh, the one like, make a deal with God, throw away the key. I love that song. It's class. I've been playing it loads. Uh, and I'm also going to put that on the end of this podcast for the audio version as well. Because every week I put a, a different song at the end of the podcast on the audio version. Um... I'll tell you just uh, while, I'm, while I'm quick looking for a question. That was a good question, though. Everyone's loving Stranger Things. <clears throat> but uh, what's interesting to me, just like from a physical perspective, talking about the Earth and uh, like from the physical things, because there's so many questions that I have. <clears throat> but one of them is um, a question that I have as well is, is like um, just to take it back more to the physical things, is uh, is with the. Uh, <clears throat> with the with like uh, the the experiments with water you know because we don't see anywhere in 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 nature or we don't we haven't seen any scientific experiments where people can replicate how water can stay on a ball you know <clears throat> there's no way for water to stay on a ball um which is interesting to me and also like kind of like for me one of the some of the biggest things for me is that not not to get pulled completely pulled into this because you know i've kind of steeped myself in all these questions you know like like i said before it's it's harder it's easier for me to just you know it's easy for me to just to not talk about this topic but you know from an observable perspective when i kind of when they tell you the distances where you should see object objects over the horizon you don't see them you know we have nikon uh Nikon six uh, sorry P P nine Nikon nine hundreds and uh, Nikon one thousands that can now kind of realize that them objects that were just over that they were seeing that was going over the horizon are no longer going over the horizon. You know you can zoom in them. It was just to do with kind of um, it was just to do with perspective of your own eyes and in relationship to how we can see certain objects. They say that bridges go over. We say that we shouldn't see kind of ships over the horizon. We shouldn't see um, certain cities. But obviously that's been shown again that we can. So there's a lot of kind of like observation observations when it comes to this, like physical observations that we can test with our own senses. Like even just imagine right now that you're spinning in a million miles, a million miles around in space. Like just meditate now. Go and sit with yourself and meditate with your senses, <clears throat> and and feel the planet spinning. You don't feel it, you know. I think that's one of the biggest ones you can do. 
Uh, but there's many, there's many, you know, I could, I could talk about so much, you know, and people can go, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? You know, like, honestly, trust us, I've steeped myself in this. I've thought about it from all different angles. And like I said before, I'm not saying that I'm a flat earther. I'm a truth seeker, you know, I'm not invested. If I'm not invested, you know, like if I was, if I was metaphysically taking out my body right now and I was shown that the earth was round, or I was shown that it was a certain shape, you know, my senses would be in that moment, they would tell us. You know, but um, what I'm seeing and what I'm feeling is telling us a different story, you know, and it's telling it, for a, telling it for a lot of people. And that doesn't mean that it's, that there's no truth in it being what it is because there's always half-truths in everything, you know. What I do believe that um, through my own observations, like when I've tapped into stuff and seen things, I believe that the, the roundness of it is is the Taurus field. There's 100% a Taurus field around this planet. Um. You know, like I've said before, we all have a Taurus field at the centre of our own that emits from our own heart, our own electromagnetic frequency. And as we interact with certain people, our Taurus field enters other people too. So I believe that there's a Taurus field around it. <clears throat> like we can you can go even deeper, you know, talking about like the <clears throat> the other la the other lands that are beyond this plane, you know. Like is the other lands like who knows, you know. I think um there's so there's just so much like to this art there's just so many pieces to this puzzle that kind of like that leads to to something bigger than what we've been told so i try to like instead of really just constantly because i've steeped myself so much in the physicalities of it i try to take myself beyond it because i can see 100 percent that someone is and i mean and surely surely like even the people who believe in the in the model that it, in the heliocentric model 100 percent must say that there's an there's there's aspects of what certain uh, certain people and what NASA presents to us that must raise alarm bells and say that this is in a line, this is not in a line. Even if you still believe that it's, even if you still think that it's round, you know, and you believe in that model, there must still be things in their models that that to you raise alarm bells that something is off and we're not being told something. Even just the fact of like the green screens that NASA uses, you know, like that's been proven again and again and again. You know, we've been proven the fact that that a lot of the images are CGI, you know, there's, there's so many different aspects within this, like even from observing, observing, obser like from an observational perspective, like I said before, go out and do your own experiments and see if you can see things moving over the horizon. You don't see, you know, go and stand on the top of a mountain and view it yourself, meditate yourself, feel like if you're spinning, you know, there's a lot of experiments you can do yourself, you know, that are like kind of like um, observational and you don't need any NASA to tell you anything. And it's also like that video that I put out the other week about the stars, you know, the stars fascinate me and about the, like the true like luminary essence of them, you know, <clears throat> because it gets back to the metaphysical origins of this place. You know, this is what they don't want you to know. There's a sky clock above our heads, you know, that kind of has this fundamental relationship with our soul and it's um, interacting with reality in a way where the soul clock that's above us, like the planets aren't really planets, you know, you can call them planets if you want. The true name is luminaries, you know, that's what the ancients called them. And they're feeding us down information constantly into this reality at all times. Uh, um, you know, life and death cycles, uh, when we went to grow foods. And it's all that information is constantly feeding down into this reality, you know. <clears throat> and it also creates our, from an astrological perspective, that information that's being fed down by the sky clock that's above us is informing our reality, you know, like who we are as people, um, like what characteristics we have, you know. It's obviously not... That's not kind of the, the from an astrological perspective, it's not kind of it doesn't determine who you are. It doesn't determine who you who you are, but it, it does kind of show a roadmap to what um experiences and what things are going to be coming up in your life, you know. Like for example, um you can have the most amazing 
astrological alignments, you know, but it doesn't mean shit, you know. It's about you kind of like maybe someone who's had like who's got it even like a worse placements for example like on paper for example might have like had an experience that came into the soul and they experienced that and it made them who they were you know so it's not not about just about the astrological placements it's about like your free will and that and how you interact with this world you know because you can shut this information down which we've uh which we've all all been doing doing you know Laura's in the party. <laughs> Laura said, Laura's, Laura's going hard on Cap Rabbit. Laura says, uh, Gaul means round, not necessarily spherical. You can stand on the top of a mountain and take a 360 look around the horizon and see there's a roundness. Laura, you need to come in, uh, come in, come, come in and sit on this podcast with us and help us out. Um, Laura said I am I am with Dan I'm searching for the truth and I'm definitely of the point of view now that it's 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 flat and not rotating I'm labeling myself as a flat I'm I'm sorry I'm not labeling myself as a flat earth or anything though yeah I'm just seeing where it takes me yeah definitely that's what I'm doing too Someone said, I bet you, uh, but you said the only place that teaches the flat, the flat earth is the Bible, hence my comment. I don't know who that's commenting, but it doesn't. There's, it's not the only, um, it's not the only teachings. Like, I mean, from a heliocentric point of view, the more that you look into the, look into the ancient scriptures, the past, there's no one, no one speaks about the heliocentric point of view. You know, there's, there's nothing, nothing at all. Maybe the, I mean, if anyone could find pieces of information on that and show us where they, where they talk about the heliocentric model, it seems like to me they're talking about a much more metaphysical model. Um, I'm not even sure if they're talking directly to a flat plane. I mean, maybe they are. That's, that's just what I'm, this is what I'm trying to discover, you know. It's like so deeply encoded that to me it seems like they're talking about something much deeper than than the physicality of the plane you know it seems like they're talking about something that's that's far more metaphysical you know like the talent they're talking about our um our relationship with with our inner worlds and how that affects the outer world also as well just let you guys know in the comments as well i watched a really good uh, documentary today and this is where i got the title of this podcast from in the description of this just to let you know like when you maybe when you've in your own time to watch a documentary uh, there's a cool little documentary, like about a 40, 50 minute documentary that kind of dies into some some of this kind of stuff that I'm talking about today, but does it kind of more in a fine from a more finite perspective and really dives into that kind of the nitty gritty of like of the the verdict the verdict cosmology. <clears throat> Uh, Gaffa the Seagull said the info is that's a cool name by the way he said the info is there for those that seek may the happiness blow strongly through your nostrils I love that that's funny <laughs> yeah definitely now it, it is all that the information is there for you, for who seek you know like it's it's that's the beautiful thing that I can see in the comments that there's there is so much like kind of there's so many different points of perspective on this but the difference only in my life is that and I'm not going to shut down like someone saying that it's something different, you know, for so long in my life that I was like, I was rooted in what everyone else was telling us that it was, you know, I was telling everyone was telling us what the, what the shape was. 
but it's like once you start like activating that higher part of yourself like i said before you know you don't need anyone to be your daddy you know you can start having your own experiences where you're going out it's like when i had that experience when um when i had that metaphysical experience where i seen the kind of the firmament you know and it's interesting a lot of like verdict teachings talk about they even use the word like chandelier mm-hmm. which is interesting um a lot of scriptures talk about like the the chandelier effect <coughs> and like light and how how the the stars are kind of like are like a firmament coming down which is really interesting i know douglas in the comments put firmament too but um you know it's interesting to me because I've, I've seen the firmament you know like that's that, that's what blows my mind is that as i've i've physically looked up when i've when i've like when my consciousness has been altered and i've seen the firmament you know <coughs> Yeah, it's there for us to see, you know. Like that's what they say, you know, the water's above, the water's below. Um Laura said in the comment as well, the Bible is full of logos. You can just write off the whole book because of those who have twisted words to suit their own aims. Yeah, for sure. It is. The Bible is full of full of uh, interesting uh, meat, you know. It really is. You just have to have the eyes to read it from a higher mind, you know. <clears throat> you really do. Um, Douglas said uh, Dan you must have known after the podcast with Dave Murphy the earth was flat if you already didn't um, like I say like um, you know I've always been on this trail you know it's um, I've, I've been on this trail for such a long time you know like I really have it's just kind of you tentatively, tentatively kind of move there you know because you have to work through your own emotions through this process of ridicule and things like that you know of like trying to like step into your truth but I'm in a consciousness now where I just I'm just being an explorer of where the information tells us, you know. I'm not bothered what someone else tells us. I don't like I don't I don't care, you know. I'm just kind of like I'm open to whatever this place is and, and one thing's for sure is that I know that it's far more metaphysical than we've been told. But uh, that that interview that I, that that flat earth debate that I did with allegedly Dave, which is still on YouTube, I don't know how, because other all my other ones have been tucked down, which is mad. But the one that I did with allegedly Dave and uh, the the astrophysicist there was so much work went into that one to prepare that one. And so many, like, leading people who I reached out to pulled out at the last minute. You know, they would not debate Dave. They really wouldn't. So props to that guy who turned up, but he, he really wasn't equipped. I would have liked to, to repeat that, that like, flat earth debate with someone who had a, had a kind of a more understand of the flat earth arguments, you know, so to kind of, like, have a get into some interesting gravy. But you know what it is, I, I, I don't need a, I don't need a debate anymore to kind of, I don't need to be pulled into that energy. Because you've got to remember as well, that we, we need to have these kind of conversations with an open mind, you know. Like we don't need to create the divide between us versus them. You need to stay, remain humble, you know, and see where the information tells, you know. Like there's, there's things to learn from all perspectives and all angles, you know. <clears throat> and one day we're going to find out what it is anyway, you know. Well, hopefully we do. <laughs> but um, it definitely does seem to me that there's, there's, there's a there's a there's there's something more deeper at the heart of this place you know uh, and i don't know i don't know cap rabbit smoking i know you've got some good questions but if that's if, if that's what you've got cap rabbit jesus that's weak that's that's weak that's daddy paul on that he says plus there are many artistic in- interpretations that show globe i just googled it <laughs> that is weak <laughs> That was kind of like um, it was interesting because in that flat Earth debate with Leggy Dave, I remember when um, the, the astrophysicist turned up, and he and like he started the debate by going, 
the his, his main point of argument was that um, he said the images from NASA show that it's uh, <laughs> show that it's um, that it's that it's what would he say again? He, sh- he went the images from he went what's your table? like open it up as his proof and the, the, the astrophysicist turned around and went. Uh, oh, we have images from NASA, and I just thought like, oh fucking hell! I went, is that your best? Cha- is that your best shot at <laughs> trying to like <laughs> create an argument? I thought I could have done a better argument against Dave. You know what I mean, myself. <laughs> and I'm leaning more towards that it's uh, that it's something else. You know, I just thought when he turned up and he was just like, oh, the pictures we have from NASA, and I was just like, oh. And even Dave was just like, is that it? <laughs> But um, you know, like we, it's it, it's we need to go, we need to dive deeper than that, you know. Ah, <clears throat> oh, Cap Robert said I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> it's anyway, if you're talking to me, you put it in the comments so I can read it. You know, it doesn't matter if you're talking to me or not. Are you talking to the community? It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Cap Robert. Don't worry, I love you. I know you always get involved in these questions. You know what I mean. It doesn't matter if we've all got different opinions. That's the thing is, I'm not getting pulled into arguments anymore. You know, I just want to kind of share my share my opinion. I just was just having a little bit of a joke. You know. <clears throat> um, I know. I just read you other comment there, Cap Robert, as well, where you said, "Where's where the info takes you? What info? The Bible? Uh, there's loads of information in the Bible talking 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 about um talking about like the 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 plane. You know what I mean? They used loads of words talking about the plane. <clears throat> they don't obviously speak directly and say the earth's flat, you know, but there's loads of kind of deeper mythology in the in the Bible referring to this, you know. But I think as well, like like, like I was speaking about earlier in this podcast about the Vedic cosmology, you know, that's like that that really kind of like uh speaks volumes in terms of like like how how like kind of this perception of reality that we have now is is like it hasn't been here for 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 all, for all, like for, for like for a very long time you know there's many different cultures that have different nuances to to understand in the the true cosmology of, of reality you know like I, when i'm looking into this information you know i'm just kind of like i'm just tuning into it you know and just trying to like see what what comes up comes out of it you know like you've just got to that's what i'm saying you've just got to be you just got to be open to 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 like, you just got to be open to to where to where it takes you. You know, you you really have. I'm trying to read some comments, but uh, like I say, I'm, um, Laura's getting pulled into a debate in the comments. Laura, you can get on here. You've got some good stuff to say. Laura's been watching a lot of it. Dives into so much different topics with me. Um, <clears throat> but it's just like one of them things. You just got to like, you've got to stay humble. You know, you've got to stay open. That's like the 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 path of the soul as well. One thing I've noticed loads about um loads about undiscovering the nature of reality is that you've got to be humble you know you've got to be humble because if you if you're fixed in your beliefs you don't know what's gonna what's gonna turn up for you you know and and i, and I think truly what all this is what all this is teaching us no matter what topic we look into it's all kind of teaching us to prepare ourselves t- to return back to the non-material realms you know because that's what we're happening you know we're in the we're in this place for such a small time small time and that we have to kind of like we live out this life through these space suits and we're receiving all this information interacting with other souls learning so much about ourselves and uh you know we after the end of this we come out of this place you know and that determines where we go you know if it determines what realm that we go to and that's what i said before that's why i believe that that's what they're, they're trying to get to you know there's like there's there's realms in 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 like there's there's a world just like stranger things there's a world underneath this world you know um 
And that's why one of the things that I've started to do in my journey <clears throat> is um is I've been kind of working on and focusing on like for example from the emotional level like what is it that I'm astrally projecting you know um like what is it I'm astrally attracting you know because that's one of the biggest ones you know like becoming aware of what energies are um are coming from me or something else like are they coming from my low nature are they coming from my higher nature am I being influenced spiritually <clears throat> because uh, there's there's a lot of um spiritual influence in regards in the shape of the planet you know of course there is like there's the spirits who've like who've passed over who who all their work is invested in whether it's round or whether it's sphere or whether it's has a certain different type of cosmology to it you know because i think um understanding uh spiritual influence in our lives is, is a huge one you know when it comes to comes to the shape of the planet you know <clears throat> Cat Rabbit said, I'm from another star system, so I know other planets exist, and I've seen them from space there. I said it. Well, uh, prove it. Prove it. <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, uh, that's what someone else would say, wouldn't they? Prove it. Um, you know, like, it's interesting because uh, I've started, kind of started to to lean away from, from other planets and other star systems uh, because I think that we are sold an idea that the, the physical planets that we see above us, like, like an idea that they are physical you know but it's interesting because you can form your own relationship with them i've said this loads of times you know they are conscious bodies you know they're luminous bodies you know they, they have a consciousness to them you know you can actually communicate with them <clears throat> you really can it's just kind of you've got to form that own your own relationship with the with the stars and the planets you really have and i just think that we kind of get sold this idea that the gas and rock and it does kind of it, it solidifies everything down in this singular form and this kind of more mechanistic nature that you're not special and you're not divine but that's why I, I lean, I'm leaning towards what, I, what with the reality in my sense is what I'm seeing is that, you know, we are the centre of this thing and the things are mo they're moving around us, you know, like an astrological clock. You know, like the yoga cycle plays into that, you know, that there's these vast cycles of consciousness that are all moving around us, you know, and we're at the centre of this, you know. And I, I don't believe that we can get out of this, you know, like they say that, that's what everyone says, like NASA tells you, oh, you can, you can go to the planets, you know. There was there was interesting like because even with the moon landing for example there was a physicist an Italian physicist in the past and this video was like on YouTube if anyone types it in um, and he said like you know no man will ever go to the moon because it's it's um it's it's he said it's not physical he says he says it's a plasma that's what he said he said it's a plasma and no man will ever go to the moon and uh, I, I believe that too you know as well I think um the you know, even the ancients talked about how the planets themselves have a have a physical and a, and a spiritual body to them. And I believe that's probably like what the, you know, when we see, especially on the, on the night time, we see the, like the luminous essence of the moon. And also the sun kind of replicates this to some degree too as well. It has like kind of like an aura aspect to it as well. You know, like we all, like all of us now with physical bodies now emit like a, an aura. Like different people have different colours <clears throat> that, that kind of emit from them. So maybe it's that, you know, maybe it's kind of like the <clears throat> the planet itself has kind of um, uh, emits some kind of aura to it. And that's when we are seeing the kind of, because there's no doubt to me that the, that the moon itself has its own light source, you know. Like you've only got a, I know we're disconnected from the moon having its own light source because we have all the street lights around us and we never go outside and see the night sky. But if you are in a place that is, has low light pollution, you can... You, the, you see that the moon lights up everywhere because it has its own light source and i believe that that light source is more metaphysical you know um 
and it's kind of like you know everyone always says like if god was real he would be he would speak to us well he, he can't speak to you if you're like if you're open emotionally to it like you can like i've had experiences of it where you, where, you, where the entity of god comes in and speaks to you and he's feminine and the, the god's feminine and masculine i'm still learning it uh but they also kind of the um the planets can communicate you to to you in that way too as well you know and i know this people's gonna go be like oh how dare you say that the moon the, the moon can speak to me you know the moon's the, the moon and the sun's here just for me just to have a tan you know <laughs> and it ju- it's only just here from a physical perspective to move the tides well what are you made of you know you're made of water you know we're all made of water so if, if it's affecting the tides the water's outside it's technically affecting the waters the waters within you know 100 percent and Douglas said we're living underwater. Yeah, we would never know, would we? It's a good point, you know. We'd never know if we're if we're in water or not. Um, there's a there's a, a, a famous philo- philosophical um, question that says it says that um, it says uh, a fish is entire existence has lived in water. Um, does the fit does the fish have any um, understanding of wetness? You know. It, it is interesting, you know. Sometimes we, because our senses are so embedded within what we what we think we're in, you know, you, um, you don't know kind of what's, you don't you don't know what you're in, you know, um, because we've just become so accumulated, climatized to the reality for our senses. <clears throat> it's like uh, the notion of the matrix, you know. It's like the mat- uh, the notion of kind of the, um, the simulation theory or virtual reality or something. You know, you enter into simulate, enter, enter, enter a simulation, and you could you could enter them scapes and them worlds, and you wouldn't even know you're in a in a in the matrix. You know, just like we don't even know we're in now, we don't know we're kind of like piloting these physical suits through something else. You know, through another source, because we all know that at the center of us there is another there's another power source to this. You know, it's not like like we've seen people's bodily functions being chopped off, even like um. Like people can die for so long, you know, but then people and, and things, this like the soul inside keeps going, you know. So there is a deeper energy source at the center of who we are. <clears throat> but who who knows, you know? Like I I do have them deep them deep feelings when I kind of like you know I go out. I go out in the night sky and I just uh, and I try and create my own experience with it, you know, and also look at the night sky and like imagine is like is that water above like what would it truly mean you know because i'm still open to all this honor knowledge you know i'm not like locking myself in and going like yeah this is definitely what they meant they meant that water is above the water is below but what i'm doing is is i'm just trying to form that relationship and just being open and seeing where it takes us because i go out you know and i look at the sky and i try to see what it is you know like what is it is it what is a water up there um because like you know the water the water's above the water's below something going on you know that would that we don't know and I, I believe that you know when they're sending the rockets up this up the space supposedly and uh you know it, it creates formations where like sometimes when you if you see the rockets like it seems like it's pushing through water as well which is really interesting and there's been experiments done at the bottom of the ocean as well where it has the same effect too when submarines have gone to the depths of the ocean where it's more dense dense it seems like the rockets are pushing through water as well, which is interesting, just to be open-minded. Yanel <coughs> uh, Gadas said, I love listening to you and Laura. Listen to your podcast every night. Learn so much. I'm glad I caught your live. Uh, little late, but grateful nonetheless. I love that. Yeah, I definitely recommend going back and uh, listen to the beginning of this one. There's a lot of there's a lot of gravy. I'd recommend that to everyone, you know, because like, obviously I know that people jump into these lives at different times. 
And this podcast also gets put out in audio as well, audio version. Like more people actually live on listen on audio. There's about I'd say ninety eight percent of the whole audience who listen is on is on um audio because more people commute and go to work and stuff, you know, and walk around listening to it. So it's on every single platform. And I also kind of like put songs at the end of the podcast as well to to add a different theme. For this one, I'm going to put on the Stranger Thing. Uh, as Cap Rabbit said before, what's your song that you'd listen to to get you out of the darkness? I'm going to put uh, the the um, I can't remember what she's called now, but um, the the song that's being played on Stranger Things. I'm going to put that at the end of this podcast <coughs> on the audio version. Uh, Yelly Garden said, "So are all the planets are plasma, like or just the moon?" Yeah, I'm not too I'm not too sure. You know, um, I definitely <coughs> there's definitely a lot of uh, teachings talking about how how the how the 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 sun and the moon are 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 a little bit different. In terms of the cosmology compared to the to the other kind of celestial luminaries that we see in the sky, <clears throat> they, they they look that way, you know, like through our eyes, through what we can see, you know, like you know, we I know our they always talk about like and give us these kind of physical representations of what a planet looks like, and they put it in a generated system and they bring it back to us and say this is what it is, you know. But when we look through telescopes, when we look through cameras, you know, we see that the stars have a different essence to them, you know, like the video that I put on the other day. Uh, showing like kind of the more kind of the luminous essence to the stars and the, how they have like kind of geometric shapes where they're pulsating and stuff, you know. Uh, it seems that they're a lot more metaphysical, you know. Are they moving behind water, you know. There's theories that the stars are moving behind water when we look at them. Um, but it definitely seems that there's that there's, there's much, something much more deeper to them, you know, 100%. <clears throat> Yeah, but um, what I was going to say as well, just out of that, I lost my train of thought there. But uh, in the, uh, it seems like uh, the stars themselves, the luminaries, it's hard to explain that they seem like, it's it's more like, because it's hard, it's hard for me to kind of, now I'm removing the physical senses of what we've been told. I see the stars in my, inside of myself as a, as a soul clock, you know, 100%. I see it as like kind of a, a soul clock that's feeding down information. It's reality at all times, you know, and it does something different here when you when you go out, you know. Um, and I, I really do believe that. Um, Cap Robert said, I think we're embedded in some type of electro-conscious water thing. Yeah, it's, who, who knows, you know, like... Uh, it's uh, it's 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 all it's all up for debate in my opinion. You know, it's like I'm just trying to stay stay open to it all. You know, <clears throat> it's interesting from a metaphysical level though. Like how I've spoke about this many times, but the water water is a big theme of this reality and how water like interacts with us. You know, like how we're born through our our mother's waters. You know, and then obviously when we sign over our birth certificate, we sign over the waters within to the waters of the system, to the government, you know, and become the corporate entity, which is interesting. So water is always at the heart of this, you know. There's so much kind of like, if you look into the the, the, the language on water and how water like flows through flows through society, you know, like you've got the bank, you know, currency. Water is at the heart of this place, you know, which is, it's not, it's not, it's not coincidental. As you know, everything's always hidden in plain sight, you know. It's like, it's just, it's the same thing within the spirituality journey, you know, you just, 
the, all these coincidences, you start adding them to your soul, you know, and you start seeing them all over the place. And it's like, why would they lie? Well, they're lying about this, they're lying about this, they're hiding this, they're censoring this. It's like, you, you know, you, you, you only censor stuff that you're in fear of, you know. And what are, they in, what are people in fear of, you know? Obviously, ascension, you know. 100%. This is what it leads to, you know. It's like understanding the true nature of your soul. Like, you've really got to be kind of like, Right now, we're on the like looking at information. You've got to really be on it. You know, you've got to know what you're looking for. You've got to know like what what you're resonating with. You've got to like hope that kind of the universe or our God brings to you information that to 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 give you something that you need. You know, it's kind of like the the algorithms now are not as organic as, as it used to be. Now, you know, we're being fed stuff that wants to feed a certain part of us and other stuff. So now you've got to go out there and search it yourself. That's why I was, I was so lucky that I kind of came through that era where everything wasn't censored. You know, and I would have a conspiracy night with my friends where we'd be sitting in, our, sitting in my house and we'd just go down a complete rabbit hole and we'd just, like, be downloaded with so many amazing conspiracies and just chill out and just have a good night. And, uh, and luckily, I still remember all them conspiracies inside and they've still kind of, like, um, moved us in some way, you know, or another, and I've kind of remembered them and, like, learned from them and changed my perspective and... Cause that's what it's all about you know it's not being kind of like fixing our beliefs it's kind of like being being a seeker being open and humble and see where it takes us because it's like that's this is what this realm's about it's exciting you know it's like it's the most it's more divine than we've ever been told and that's why i lean away from the like the, the heliocentric model because it, it it creates this idea that we're not special you know that we're just like spinning around in infinity you know we're lost in spinning lost in space but we are divine, you know, by nature. And it's like, once you like truly tap into that in your soul, it's like, boom, it's like, it's deep. It's like, and you get, get to see how this place is so magic. And it's like, it's all around us, you know, and God's constantly speaking to us, you know, because people always say, where's God? God's speaking to you, you know, it's all around you. It's turning up for you. It's above your head. And it's metaphysical. It's, it's mind blown. Uh, someone's, uh, Gafter, sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. The sea eagle said, Great wisdom, Dan. Thank you, brother. Be humble is also the master, the key to unre unrevealing the mysteries of the, of the elements. Yeah, 100% sure. It's interesting. I had, a, I had a really mad psychedelic experience once with the um, with the elements, which blew which were, which blew my blew me mind, you know. Um, Where kind of like I had this psychedelic experience where the I was with, I was with like five people and all of us represented a different element, which was really interesting. And I got kind of taught a lesson on each element, which was which was a mad experience at the time. Uh, Cap Rabbit said, we're not lost. Yeah, you're right, we're not. We're not lost. We're at the centre of this thing. They want us to believe that we're lost. Um, Yanal Garden said, do you think we all share the same sun? Because every time we see a picture or, or anything lit up, but we don't see... The, the source of the light. I I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not I'm not too I'm not too sure. Um I'm really not too sure. But there's there's a interesting there's some new researchers now talking about how there's a second sun, which is interesting. Um <clears throat> so I'm not I'm not too sure I'm not too sure about that. There's a guy called uh, Crow seven 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 his channel's called. Yeah uh, he's not on YouTube anymore because he, he has to he had to take, get tucked down so many times. Uh, I think he's on like BitChute and stuff like that, but he talks about the, uh, the the he's done a lot of interesting experiments on the second sun that he believes that he can see uh, through a lot of because uh, that's the thing. There's loads of expert, uh, loads of alternative researchers now doing interesting stuff, but I, I don't I don't know you know. Um, 
a lot of ancient cultures all speak about how it was just one one sun you know moving over the ecliptic so Anyways, I'm right down the bottom of the questions now. I had to skip all the way down the bottom because I missed loads of the questions. If anyone's got any other questions that they want to bring up right now, I'm willing to steer here and dive into a bit more, but I've kind of got nothing else I want to talk about. This is a good one. That's a good question, Cap Robert. That's really good. He said, so a flat earther implies a designer. So a flat earth implies a designer, surely. Yeah, definitely. That's what I think it leads to, you know. I mean, at the... It seems like, um, I mean, a, a, a round earth could mean the same thing too as well. A round earth could mean, because a round earth is still kind of by by its own implications is still metaphysical. It's still wonderful, you know. It's still like, it's still amazing to think that that, uh, that the earth is round, you know. But also like the, the flat earth, to me, definitely has some kind of more, more uh, essence to it the, the, of, of, of a kind of like a, of a designer by nature for example you know like more kind of divinely because what the flat earth realm does obviously you know it kind of like it puts us at the center of it you know kind of like it makes it makes it more of the essence that everything's kind of moving around moving around us you know of more kind of like some more kind of divine order whereas like sometimes the spinning earth model is kind of like it's chaotic you know it's like moving we're moving around and like everything's kind of like we're moving around the sun we're moving around the stars and stuff you know but with the flat earth model, it's like we're more kind of like divine by nature, you know. That's what I've, it's a good question, that though. It really is. <coughs> and I think at times that's what that's what they want us to want you to believe, you know. That's why they, they spend millions, uh, millions of years kind of deflecting you from this deeper knowledge of, uh, of like, of kind of some of the impurities that come up with the information, the way that they kind of deflect us, whether they are trying to deflect us from the shape of the planet, whether they're just trying to deflect us from something more divine. It does kind of deflect us from our true nature, you know, because people just, you know, like you get people like certain physicists and people like that just saying billions and billions and billions of planets and we're just one of them. Or you have all them other kind of rhetorics that are that are like are put out into the consciousness, you know, and you kind of just sit back in your daily life and you just go, yeah, NASA's got to figure it out for us. They'll do it all. I'll just sit back here. I'll just chill and watch Netflix, eat me popcorn and uh, NASA will tell us when uh, when something's up with the universe. But what happens is I feel like when you start creating your own relationship with this reality, you know, you, it, 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 it changes the game completely, you know, and you just no longer, you just shut down them channels from NASA now, you know, they can't even get in there, you know, because that's what the, these frequencies are trying to get in there. It's, like they're always trying to come in here, you know, and it's like, no, <laughs> you just don't let them in. They just can't get in there anymore now, you know. It's like the famous famous uh, analogy of like when you like when you tune to the higher frequencies, you know, like like uh, the the demons disappear, you know, like they, they can't get in there, you know. It's like when you create your own frequency and you create your own spheres, they can't get in there. It's like when, for example, when you're um, making love with someone and you're acting, making love from a more lustful energy and you're pulling in them lower energies, you know, the demons can get in there, you know, the spirits, lower dimensional spirits can come in there and influence you, you know, and, and feed off your emotional body. But once you're in love and you're in the higher part of yourself, they can't get in there, you know. Um, but I, I do believe that, like, like I say, hundred percent that this place is of of a of a higher order. 
you know, there's a, there's, there is a God, you know, and there's 100% a God. And I know that word comes with, and I'm having to work on that word too as well, you know, but you can form that connection with God, you know, and I know many people call that, that word God many different things, but it is fundamentally called God, you know, and that God has a, a feminine part of it and it has a masculine part of itself. And I'm still working on um, that part, that, that, that essence within inside myself. <clears throat> and it's a, uh, it's interesting, like Cap Rabbit, that's a good one. Cap Rabbit said, I don't see how a designer would design so much evil. Well, that's always a common thread of like what people say. Like if there was a God, why would there be so much evil? <clears throat> but um, what I feel, why I feel like there is so much evil because there has to be, a, like in the universe for, for, the, for like for complete free will, there has to be evil to be allowed to play out, you know? And um, and also as well, like we from a physical level, we kind of see, from a physical level, we see evilness from our physical lenses, you know? Like we put our own determination on what is evil and what's not, you know? Like for example, some of the, some of the most kind of horrific experiences that I've had in my life, now looking back to them, I'm glad I had them, you know? Because they've shaped my reality in ways that other people don't have. Like people have horrible experiences and then once they once their souls come out of that place, it forms a new part of them, you know, like, and they can see the world in a much different way. And I know that's easier said than done because obviously that's like really horrific things aren't happening to me now, but I can only go off what I'm experiencing with my reality and I can only share my truth, what I'm feeling and what I'm picking up from around us. And I just know that everyone, that every human being that I've come into contact with and reality with, and I'm not saying like, I know we see these tentacles of what the news is trying to pull us into and trying to tell us that this place is horrible and everyone wants to kill each other and fight and fuck each other. And I'm not saying they don't, but what I experience when I walk out my house, because, you know, I don't experience what I'm seeing on the news and I don't see what I'm hearing on the radio, but what I experience when I walk outside with as, as a soul and I experience my life is um, I see something completely different, you know. And I see people having experiences that are that are traumatic and they learn from them and they grow from them and uh, i know all my experiences that i've had of um have shaped me in ways that are unimaginable you know a thousand percent um cat rabbit also said i believe in the hindu conception of god which is why i come to defend the understanding of the universe interesting because like it's interesting you're right because like there is a lot of kind of like symmetry in a lot of this you know that's why like i know for a fact like i know cap rabbit in the beginning of this you kind of obviously like disagreeing with like some of the just some of the fundamentals what i'm saying but i bet you when we if we had a conversation would would have so many similarities and like i know it by what you're writing would probably hang out and have a good conversation and be like yeah, yeah i've seen this too like this makes makes sense here as well because it's interesting like everyone everyone's like there's so much symmetry in what we're discovering but it just comes sometimes like the language or how something's presented or a word that overcloaks something kind of deflects us from what we truly feel and unknown you know like 100 percent, I, I know for a fact if we were kind of in a room together and we were like tapped in would be like would be feeling it you know like you'd be you'd 100 percent be feeling it <laughs> yeah cap robert says i believe in the type of god I know, 100%. Like I say, we can all feel the parameters of it, you know. 100% there is. And you can, like I said, it. the best thing you can do is just form that connection, connection with it, you know. Um, like I said, I'm really still working on that essence of connecting to God myself, you know, because um, I've had experiences where, and this is like going really deep, but I've had experiences, I've spoke about this before, where I was working on a trauma with inside myself. And uh, uh, like a, uh, 
I spoke, I was speaking to God, you know, like I'm forming that connection, like speaking to a higher power, like you want to call it, but I'm calling it God. And uh, like God lifted the veil, you know, of the emotion from us. And I felt it lift energetically throughout my body. And I felt it lift up. And as it lifted up, I was able to kind of, um, to feel what it felt like with that condition or that trauma or that emotion, like lifted and removed for a little bit. And I give it, it's only like 10 seconds or something like that, but it got to really feel and observe the reality in the world through that trauma being lifted. And I, I really believe that that's what the nature of reality is, is that as you kind of, you remove these, remove these, this like kind of, the best we have heard it described is mud. When we start removing this mud from us, like uh, we become light, you know, and we get, we can access information in different ways. Uh, Cap Robert said, "Dude, I've watched you for years, man. I know you have. I always remember the names in the comments. I'll never forget the names in the on the lives. I know, I know you've watched for years. I know there's lo I reckon I always recognise loads of people's names. You know, I always, uh, I'm good. At, I'm always remembering. I'm always, I never forget people I interact with. I always really surprise people as well. Like, um, I think it's really important uh, to like to be observative like this and not underestimate anyone because anyone can we can teach." Like, you don't know who people are sometimes, you know. You can teach, learn things from everyone, you know, no matter who they are. And uh, that's one of the things that I've been doing constantly. Is uh, And I, I was going to say, sorry, I went off trail of thought there. But I, when I interact with people, someone might message us, send us a personal email. And they'll say something to us and then I'll say something back to them. And they'll be like, how did you even remember that? Because I'm, I'm trying to be observative, ob more ob observative, you know. And remember, like, when people say certain things and try to... Sometimes I've got to have... You know, I've got to put boundaries up sometimes because I can't take an information from everyone. Uh, but I've just got to kind of be be dis be kind of receptive, you know. <clears throat> My dad's in the comments now. My dad says, they've always lied about the sizes of countries. The world, at uh, the world Atlas, for example, shows Africa as very small country and US very large country in comparison, yet... We all know 100% that's a lie. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, the other day I seen this uh, really interesting... Uh, it was a guy, like, a, I'm not sure what the term is, but it was a guy, a map maker. And what he did was he actually kind of uh, designed the true um, depiction of what the continents should look like on the on the current, like, model that we're given for reality. Like, using the size of the continents. And the maps look completely different. Like, the... Um, they were a lot smaller for a start, and obviously some of the the the, the more kind of like the African nations or continents were a lot more bigger, and like Russia, for example, was a bit smaller, and America was definitely smaller. But it would make sense on kind of a on a globalist scheme, you know, why the, why would they would do that, you know, why would they make certain countries look more prestigious and more, more, look more like powerful, you know? It, it's it's hundred percent what they do, you know, like the 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 altering reality at all times to. Because you, you, if you alter the perception of reality, you start changing people's unconscious, uh, conscious. You know, you start changing people's senses and how you operate with the world. So if they're doing it with everything, you know, they're doing it with maps. They're doing it with the content that you see. You know, they, they want you fighting with other people, and um, <clears throat> they want your senses all over the place, so you don't know who you are and you're not centered. But once you come into center, you know, you start seeing beyond the veil from all angles, and that's why I say that this place is like. It's deep, you know, but it's 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 good because like, you know, I I keep thinking like, you know, there's there is an element to this in me where when I see all this kind of this darkness that's that is kind of trying to prevent me from 
coming into my full power. It makes me want it more, you know, because I'm, I'm, I, it's just like the, when you prevent a kid from doing something, like, for example, you say to a kid, like, you're not getting over that fence. You're not allowed to go over the fence. Don't look over the fence. What's that kid going to spend his whole life doing? Wanting to look over the fence, you know? So that's what I see it as. It's like the, the darkness is playing its role in actually helping me ascend, you know? Like, that's every single time when, um, what I've noticed is if I come under a spiritual attack, you know? It's like the spiritual attack in the moment might not be nice. Might not be, it might physically harm us, which it has done. But then eventually, you know, like, it develops us in ways that are unimaginable, you know? And it gives us new insights and new ways of seeing and new ways of feeling and new ways of operating. So I think this, like, a lot of the time when we are being presented with reality, being told how it is and being spoon-fed, and all these things are showing up in our lives, we kind of, uh, it, it, it makes us the people we are. Our traumas do that for us, you know? That's what I really believe. Anyway, guys, I'm going to leave it there. It's been a really awesome one. I really like this one tonight. Um, thank you so much for everyone tuning in. Uh, I really loved it. And uh, I wasn't even going to do a live tonight, to be honest. It was just because I did one the other day with me and Laura. And I just felt like, you know what it is, screw it. Let's just do one. I was feeling good and I was watching a few documentaries. But I would definitely recommend checking out the 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 documentary in the in the comments that I've put in the description. Because it'll uh, it's, a, it's a cool one. I think it's on... Um, Odyssey, Odyssey or BitChute. I've started putting the podcast on Odyssey and BitChute as well, just in case it goes down or something. But I'm going to start putting that on there. I just need to try and work it out because I'm a one-man band, you know. It's like it's it's I haven't got enough time to be like posting on all this stuff. <clears throat> and uh, shit's going to start getting real when I'm uh, off grid as well because I've got a lot of work to do. That's for sure. Uh, Cat Rabbit says as well. I just mean whereabouts? Uh, what what's out there? Isn't this place infinite? What's the most vast infinite amount of planets and stars in? I'm not being ideological here, right? No, yeah, I get, I get what you mean. I'll quickly, I'll quickly jump into that quickly before I go off, because uh, you get us on a rant. But um, uh, no, what I, what I, I understand what you mean, and it is infinite. This place is infinite, but I just think it's a bit more different than the model what we've been told. And how I see it, just to reiterate again, is that it's, it's based on the, on the emotional state, you know. And I believe that there's something about the physicality of this realm. This is, this is my truth. You know, you can think different. But my truth is that we're in this physical density and around us is kind of a, um, is different planes of existence that are that are, are non are that are um, non material, you know, that they're meta, they're more metaphysical. And um, you know, the earth plane's at the centre of this, you know, souls are constantly being com- are coming in here and being fed into this reality. You know, we're learning from the physicalities of this place because the physicalities give us different stuff. And then uh what happens is is um as we transcend these physical forms, you know, our soul condition determines that the reality that we go into in the planes of existence are are vast. You know, this like um, the work of Divine Truth. He talks about how um, how even in this first sphere, there is like uh, I think he says there's six or seven different emotional states, which is very interesting. So in the work that I was talking before about the Vedics, about how they describe the seven planes of existence till like till till you get to that kind of the highest realm. A lot of spiritual teachers, there's a book called this as well, a book called Summerland, which is really interesting. But Summerland is supposedly um, kind of the highest level of the first sphere. And supposedly there's about 22 spheres of consciousness of in regards to your emotional state. So what I mean by this, right, let's describe this to go deeper. So our, so reality that we're in now, right, 
is that we are all operating at a different emotional state. You know, we're all operating at a different state of enlightenment. We're all operating from a different state of love. Mm-hmm. And that determines, like, like it determines many factors. It determines how healthy you are. It determines how, how, how much you can see. It determines how nice you are to people. It determines out so much. And as you develop yourself, you move through the spheres in the physical plane. And then when you leave this realm, depending on your soul condition, you cross over. When you die in spiritual form, you still have a you still have a body, but it's a it's a it's like a, it's a spiritual body. It's not like a physical dense body like this because we we'll have a spiritual body too. When you cross over, you go into the other into the other realms, in the spirit realms. Depending on where your soul condition is, it takes you to the place where you need to go. And that's what I was describing before. You know, if you're acting from sin, it takes you to the hellish realms, of more darkness, and then lighter and lighter and lighter. And that's why. Um, there's loads of like kind of like um, messages that's come through from other spirit realms. Like you can go online and look at this. Like uh, a very good kind of people who are good at uh, what's the word? Kind of like channeling like information from from the from the the non-material, the, the spirit realm. And people talk about how like how when they crossed over, they were in darkness to start. You know, like there's loads of uh, information talking about when people leave this realm, the movement to darkness. Because their soul condition wasn't as good as they thought, and that's something that I've felt into too. You know, that could happen to me. You know, I've like I'm humble enough to say that. You know, like there's there's so much to scrape with inside of our souls that we don't know about. And when they entered the state of darkness, what happened in the spirit realm? Because it's more noticeable in the physical density because we don't get to see these subtle shifts with inside of the soul, like moving, like uh, like 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 we would in the in the metaf- in the spirit realm. But what happens is is um. And Jesus from Divine Truth talks really well to this, and Mary talks about this too as well. But as you kind of, what happens is, is um, in the when it's when you're in darkness, people have gradually noticed as they were working on emotions, they would it would get brighter and they would be able to see more, and the emotional state would completely change, and the colours of their metaphysical body would change also. So I believe that's that's kind of what's happening, you know, like in this in the spheres are are also expanding, you know, through as more people get work on their emotions and expanding consciousness the the dimensions of spheres are also expanding too as well you know like more worlds are being created as as souls work on themselves more worlds are being created you know because the dimensions within side of the emotions are constantly changing you know just like the chakras you know and that's why like I, I keep reiterating again at the beginning of this podcast and i really broke this down from like a physical level of how pyramids uh, around the world how the uh, the the calendar systems, how the chakra system, um, how the different planes of existence, the subterranean planes that are all with with um kind of the the Garden of Eden at the center, um Mount Muru, the Garden of the Center. It's like it's all telling us about these non-material realms that are all around us, and there's you know there's like there's there's so many different planes of existence depending on your emotional state, and it would make sense you know if like imagine if it was like a loving creator, which there is a loving creator. <clears throat> and imagine if you kind of like the best way to determine and give you knowledge would be if you're worthy of it you know or if you're loving you know that would be the best determiner you know operating from your place of love you know you're not going to give someone access to higher knowledge if you're not worthy of it you know if you're not loving so that's where i think the the key to this place is you know anyway but anyway that's that's all i'm going to say on that one i'll dive into that more deeper in another time but i hope you like this one i love you all as always and um i'm literally just about to, um as well just i'm about to head to, uh, in a I'm about to head to portugal very soon to go off grid 
I'll try to go off grid. <laughs> we'll see what happens with that one. But I'm going to give it my best shot, and that's all I can do. I'm going to give it my place from all. I'm going to give it my full shot. So um, the next podcast I do could be from Portugal, on the land, you know, where I'm going to be. I'm going to be getting to work. I'm really going to get my hands. I've been doing some deep metaphysical stuff, but now it's time to get me get get my hands deep in the physical and get my hands in that soil, and get grounded. Uh, Grant said that's very interesting. Colors change, and, and and as do sound. Yeah, I will have to go and chew on that. Yeah, they definitely do. And just to add something interesting, another piece of information, just to quickly throw it in there. Um, <clears throat> that's also how kind of um spirit influence you is through the colors you know because they can see in the non-material world they can see your emotional state through colors you know so they match colors with their own colors so if a spirit has a color in their body as as which is indicates an emotional wound they can match it to yours and they know that they can overcloak through that spirit you know or they can work their magic in some way to influence you to carry out a certain act so they can overcloak you in that way you know uh so there's more to, there's more to it than that I could speak about anyway, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave it at that anyway. But anyway, I love you all and I uh, hope you have a good one. I keep saying that and I haven't gone yet because I I love doing these. I love diving deep. I really do. Um, I love you all and uh, have a good one wherever you are in the world. And I'll catch you in the next one wherever that is. Keep seeking everyone.